0: this week on The Breakup Breakdown. We were together for nine years. We legally got married immediately after. That's when, like, everything went downhill. He was just like, I don't love you anymore. I don't care about you. Why did you go through with everything? Why didn't you just call off the wedding? Why didn't you just leave? I never in a million years expected him to do that to me, ever. The
1: moment you sign your marriage certificate, you think you would be the most in love, the most committed to your person. But that was not the case with this breakup story. Hey, what's up? It's Abby for The Breakup Breakdown. Thanks. Thanks so much for tuning in. So happy you're here. Yeah, this week we're diving into a nine-year relationship that ended in a really heartbreaking divorce that literally, and I cannot stress this enough, literally came out of nowhere. We're gonna dive into the story and then of course talk about all the important lessons learned along the way. But if there's a certain part of the interview that you do wanna jump to, I've got all the timestamps for this episode in the description. As always, if you've enjoyed the podcast, we would love it if you left us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And if you're in the mood to listen to some music later, I just got verified on Spotify. So you can check out all my breakup playlists on my profile and jam out there. All right, let's jump into the episode. Hey, what's up? It's Abby. Hey there, it's Lexi. We are here with another dramatic, sad, horrible breakup story. (laughs) Horrible. What else is new? I just hate when you start it with sad, horrible, bad. Well, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't sad, horrible. Can you imagine if we were like, oh my gosh, this breakup story is so happy. Everyone was so (laughs) joyful once it ended. (laughs) It's
2: like only when it's like, you go girl
1: for walking away. That's the only time it's happy. So, you know, that first story we had when I was like, hey, these people got married and then they deleted all their photos right after the wedding Mm -hmm. yeah this is kind of like that so hit me with the d so the submission says hey abby there's this couple i used to be really good friends with way way back and i'm pretty sure that they got divorced like immediately after their wedding they got married like a year ago and not even a month after it ended all of their photos together were deleted on social media low-key i had been stalking because i wanted to see their pics and he deleted theirs like instantly and then i noticed her photos of them started slowly getting deleted too such a weird scenario can you find out what happened so they might not even have gotten divorced so remember the first episode we did where this happened they were still kind of together which I kind of want to touch base with
2: them too. kind of see like a where are they now type of situation <laughs> so sometimes I feel deleting photos is either you're trying to aggravate the Somebody. other person you know it's like you do it out of like hurtfulness and you're like pushing away the memory or whatever or you're really just going through the change of that not being a part of your life anymore so you're like cleaning up your social media you know I, I don't know why after the biggest
1: day of your romantic life you would want to delete all the photos of the person you are theoretically going to spend the rest of your life with if it wasn't something bad
2: right well yeah absolutely and both of them too would you be a photo to later
1: absolutely not the second I get married I'm about to post I'm going to be one of those girls for like every friend birthday (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to post on my story be like thank you to my best friend in the world by the way here's a photo of us at At my wedding wedding where I look beautiful and you're in this hideous bridesmaids dress (laughs)
2: have you ever creeped someone on social media who's like happily married and doing fine and creeped them far back enough to see like photos of their ex still on their page oh I love that so this is like super weird because I was creeping on my ex-boyfriend from high school. Mm-hmm. I dated this kid for like three and a half years mm-hmm. in high school. And he just had a baby with his wife. Oh, good for him. And my mom like texted me because he's from like my hometown. I haven't seen him in so long. I want to know what his wife looks like. I want to know what the baby looks like. And I was like creeping back. And there's like pictures of us in high school like still dating in his profile pictures. Yeah. And I was like, why is that stuff still up there? Like, I mean, granted, I'm the only creep here looking far enough back on his page. But all the time I'm like, you know, dude, you moved on and married. I've always been the type of
1: person where if a relationship ended, whatever, like I'm not the type of person to unfollow or block just because I feel like if you're, if you've truly moved on and you're indifferent about the situation, you just don't do anything about it. You just right. leave the photo up because it was a part of your life. You know what I mean? Unless yeah. it ended terribly, which brings us back to the submission is did it and bad? Is well, that why I, all these photos
2: got deleted? Well, that's the thing. I feel like if the photos are gone, it's like you're almost acting like it didn't happen.
1: Yeah. You're physically trying to remove them from your life. Oof! I don't know if I'm ready for this one. Let's break down this week's breakup.
2: <laughs> one more time. Can you do that one more time?
1: So I heard you're going through a pretty crazy divorce right now why don't you take me from the beginning? How did you meet this guy? And then where did it go wrong?
0: I met him in high school when I was 17, my senior year. And we just like really hit it off, started dating right away. And we were together for nine years. Yeah. We got engaged in 2019, literally out of nowhere. Like I was completely shocked that he even did it. We could have been together like probably 10 years and I'd be like, oh, okay, it's fine. We legally got married in 2020. Then the big, big, wedding happened 2021 immediately after that's when like everything went downhill like immediately literally we had a honeymoon planned a very last minute honeymoon planned when we got to our trip he was acting super weird Mm -hmm. super
1: dry but I was just like what the hell did I do like I thought I did something you've been together nine years and before Mm -hmm. this wedding the big celebration that you've had for your friends and your family nothing was wrong there was one conversation once about calling off
0: the wedding we decided to go through with it and honestly the source of that argument or like where we were rocky is affection i'm not the most affectionate person so he would be like you're not affectionate i feel like you don't care about me blah 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 blah, blah. but then i would do stuff to try to be better he'd be like oh you're only doing it because you're scared to lose me so if like, i can't win i'm trying to do better it's not better for you because you feel like it's not genuine i'm trying to be genuine i felt like it was genuine so that was the only issue that we had and Honestly, because we were already married, I was like, okay, this is part of a marriage. We also recently, this was the first time that we moved in together. So I'm like, you know what? This is normal, part of the normal stuff in a relationship of moving in. Things get rocky. But I never thought that the issue that we had was so big that we needed to
1: call off our marriage or the wedding at all. Like, I never thought that, like, come on, we've been together for nine years. He starts getting weird immediately after your big celebration. Can you talk a little (laughs) bit more about why he was starting to act weird? I didn't know at the time during the trip, but he was
0: acting weird because I come to find out that he was cheating for the past nine months. Oh my gosh. With someone yeah, with someone that I knew that I met who ironically was supposed to come to the first wedding before COVID postponed it with her boyfriend. Yeah, that's fun. I didn't know this at the time of the trip, but basically the reason he was so upset is because the girl ended up finding out that him and I were still together. Mind you, she knew like what she was doing, but I guess that he lied to her and was like, yeah, we called off the wedding. But you guys were already
1: legally married. Yeah, and she knew that when she was doing what she did with him. When they started their little thing, we were already legally married. That's so bizarre that, you know, you're legally married to this guy you've been with for nine years, and it's, that's when things start to go wrong. So he started cheating with this with this girl. How did you find out? So I found out after the trip because he was acting super weird
0: on the trip and like dry with me. Literally the day that we got back from the trip, he goes, okay, I'm leaving. And I'm like, what do you mean you're leaving? Oh, I'm going to go get dinner with, with one of my friends. And I'm just like we literally just got back like what are you talking about and that night he didn't come home and I was like uh what yeah he didn't come home and I was like calling him like are you not gonna come home and he's like if I come home I'm gonna like do something drastic and I don't know what to do and I'm like what, the, what is he talking about so then he came back he said he needed space for like two days he's like I just need a breather I want to get a hotel for two days blah 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 and I don't know what to do and I'm just like all right let me be the good wife give him his space the two days turns into two weeks and I'm not one to go through phones and obviously he, I couldn't go through his phone. Because he wasn't home. But I was like, no, something's wrong. Something's up. I don't understand what's going on. But I had his desktop computer and I went through his emails. I immediately knew who it was because I found movie tickets for that same day for a town
1: that's super far from me. She's the only person I know that lives in that town. And why is it always in their email too? Like they think that's the one place we're not going to check. Okay. Exactly. I had his desktop computer and he forgot that he gave me his password. I saw that and I initially
0: knew and I called my friend and I was like, we're going, we're going to confront them at the movie theater, I missed them by five minutes. Oh, so
1: you went to the movie theater. You're going to ambush them. Oh, the I was
0: ready to go. Yeah, I was ready to go. I also saw Uber Eats orders. So I went to her house as well, but I didn't write down the apartment number. And I was with my friend and I saw his car there and that just immediately confirmed
1: everything for me. So two yeah. times you've tried to ambush them at her apartment at the movie theater. Yeah. At and her. then, yeah, there was a third time. Look so at that. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Basically, that's how I found out. When I found out I was in such shock, I like teared up, but I was more of like, I can't believe this is happening to me because I never in a million years expected him to do that to me ever.
1: It's just so bizarre that it happened after you were married. Correct. Because normally, like, I mean, as someone who's talked to a lot of people in these types of situations, there's always like something weird that kind of happened and maybe like things that led up to it and then they get married and then something happens. But it's so bizarre to me that it's like once things were set in stone, he almost seemed like he wanted to flee. Like, did he feel trapped? That's what I don't know.
0: And like, we can kind of get to that, like when it comes to the third time when I really got them together, I basically when I found out, I didn't say anything. And I was trying to like kind of test him to see like, all right, let me see how far he's really going to take this, you know? So when he finally came back home after those like two weeks, he went to bed and I just went through his phone because I'm like, I can't do this. I can't like live like this. So I started going through all the messages. And of course, I come to find out he's all mad in Vegas because she found out about everything through social media, through other people. Like I think it was her cousins that were like, yo, he lied to you. He never left his wife And she got all upset. Like, oh, you lied to me, blah, blah, blah. I'm done. So obviously that's why he's mad over there. And I guess that's why he rushed over when we got back from the trip to go try to save whatever he had going on with her. For a while, I just like kept it to myself. But there was one day we were together and he was showing me something on his phone and then she texted him. And I immediately like I was just like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I can't keep holding on to this. And I had screenshots of everything. So that night when we got home, I said, I know that you've been So-and-so. And And he goes, no, I'm not. And I said, are you really going to sit there and tell me that you're not... And he goes, yeah, OK, if that's what you think. And I was like, OK, since he wants to play this game, because I knew I had to be slick with how I did this. I had a whole message written out for her. So I literally copy and pasted the message, had her number on my phone, sent it to her on the spot. So he had no idea what I was doing. And I pulled up a photo of them. It was like a nude of them, like <gasps> hooking
1: up or whatever. Wait, where did and you I find where, where did you find this picture on his phone? Oh, classic.
0: Yeah, like stupid. He immediately he flipped out. He's like, you went through my phone. Are you? And I'm like, is that really like your concern right now? He defended her. He was just saying all this stuff and like how terrible I am. And it just, it, yeah, things went really bad. So he ended up leaving the house and it sucked, but I had to like tell people, I didn't want to tell people. And I really isolated myself for a while because I just didn't know what to say. I felt super embarrassed because I'm like, I literally just got married. I can't even post my wedding pictures, my wedding. I can't post anything. It was just, it was awful. It was awful. And it got to the point, you know, I had to tell my mom and my mom was like, you know, you're going to have to tell his parents because you don't know what what story he's gonna come up with you know i kind of wanted to give him the dignity to be like okay you man up and you and you do it but it's like i can't even trust him to do that when he was gone the two months i ended up telling his parents like yo your son's not living with me i want you to know that because i don't want you thinking your son is safe with me when he's not Mm -hmm. he's living with someone else at that time we were very cordial and we were getting along i broke my lease i told him straight up i said i'm not gonna live in this negative environment i think you're genuinely confused between two people and it's understandable i think you really need to sit and figure out what it is that you want to do, but you live here. So what is it? Do you want to sleep in separate rooms? Do you want me to go? Do you want it? Like, what do you want to do? And I made it very clear. I was like, I'm not kicking you out. And he's like, no, don't worry about it. I'll leave. And I'm not going to go to her. I'm going to figure it out. I'll sleep in my car. And I'm like, yeah, okay. (sighs) That was like the beginning of July. Yeah. That was like the weekend of 4th of July. So 4th of July, I just, I woke up on a mission. So he was already out of the house for like two days and I woke up on a mission and I was like, let's see if he actually listened to me for once. And like, cause I said to him, stay away from the both of us sit and figure out what it is that you want I was like let me see if he actually listened so I went to the girl's house of course his car was there and I walked away I walked away I was like no I'm not gonna do this (laughs) that's the answer that I needed but I was like no screw this so I went and I knocked on her door I knocked on her door she wouldn't answer at all her dogs (laughs) were barking and everything I had her phone number obviously and that's the thing when I sent her that big long text she never responded so I called her on whatsapp I texted her and then she finally responded Responded to me and she's like, okay, I'll meet you, but not in my neighborhood. I said, great. Okay, let's go meet at like Starbucks or something. So we went to meet up. He's blowing up my phone. What are you doing? Go home. I'm going to call your mom. I was like, oh my God, please call my mom. We met up. And then she was like, I'm sorry. He told me he called things off with you. And we were just like kind of clarifying things. Cause like, I wanted to know what she thought she knew. And, you know, I feel like we both needed that conversation, you know, and it was for me, my peace of mind, because I'm like, I can't live like this. Mm-hmm. He's blowing up her phone and and then she answers and she's like, we're here. And I'm like, why would you tell him where we're at? So she like kind of puts him on the spot and he's just like, I'm done. I'm done. Like saying that to me. And I said, okay, so if you're done, why are you like stringing me along? Like, why are you still staying in the house? Why are you hooking up with me? Like, why, why are we doing this then? Don't like, if we're done, we're done. And I was like, and why did you go through with everything? Why didn't you just call off the wedding? Why didn't you just leave? Like that would have been so much better. Yeah. My heart would have been broken, but it wouldn't have been like this, you know, the conversation that should have been a private couples conversation is happening in front of this girl.
1: I can't even imagine.
0: And it's emotional. She started like, she looked like she was crying at one point. Cause I was like telling him, I was like, "But why did you do this? I didn't ask for any of this. I didn't even ask you to propose to me, ask for any of this. So I'm like, I don't understand like why you would do this to me. And like, you know how I feel about cheating. You know that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, why would you ever do something like this? Like if you're unhappy with someone just walk away. And I asked him, I was like, why why did you do it? And he's like, cause I didn't, I asked him, why did you propose then? And he's like, cause I didn't know any better. And I was like, what, like what the girl, she was like, well, I'm really big on trust and you need to go. And wait to you or him, to him to him, but he went back there. She's like, yeah, no, he went back there. So then at
1: that point, those two months he was gone. So that so- conversation between you three happened after you sent her the text and had confronted him. Yes. So that's kind of like this final conversation between all you three or is or more. Yes. That's okay. the final conversation between the three of us.
0: He ends up coming to the house two days later, grabs a bunch of his clothes and mm-hmm. he's like, I'm going to go. I'm going to go stay with a friend. I had a feeling he wasn't staying with a friend, but at that point he was gone. The last time that he left, mm-hmm. he he called me the day after and with her in the background. And he was just like, I don't love you anymore. I don't care about you. I'm never going to talk to you again. All communication has to go through my mom. If you need anything, you go through my mom. Don't call me. Don't text me. Nothing completely mm-hmm. blocks me from everything, from everything. Yeah. <laughs> (laughs) It's really bad. I I had to start like telling people. People were one asking. I was getting messages. And that's the thing. He completely isolated himself. So I'm talking about people from the wedding. Like his friends were hitting me up like, yo, what's going on? I've hit him up two or three times. I noticed your Instagram. I can't see anything. That was the other thing. While he was gone those two weeks, he deleted everything off of his Instagram. Like I remember being sad at home and I looked at his Instagram
1: and everything was gone. It's finally not a miserable temperature outside, which only means one thing. Summer is coming up and let's make one thing clear. There is hybrid. Nation Abbey, and there is Summer Abby. And Summer Abby likes to feel light and healthy. That's why I've been trying out meals from Factor. They've got meals shipped to your house that are super easy to heat up in a jiffy. And you're probably like, ew, a refrigerated meal? That must be so unhealthy and gross? No. I can confirm these are delicious and they have so many different options like calorie smart, keto, protein plus, or vegan and veggie. You can also add on more than 60 add-ons every single week like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages, to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. You get chef-prepared meals on the table in two minutes with Factors ready-to-eat meals so you can get back to doing what you love this spring and you don't have to clean anything up. Head to factormeals.com breakup50 and use code BREAKUP50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code BREAKUP50 at factormeals.com BREAKUP50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. If you're like me and the second you get home from work, you are ravenous. You are going to love these new meals I've been trying out from Factor. Factor has delicious, ready to eat meals that you can make in two minutes with pre prepared, chef crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. It's so convenient. I have like grocery store ADHD. Anytime I go to like Publix or something, I'm buying everything and then I come home with no meals. Whereas Factor, it's all the meal prep done for you. You've got 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and so much more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. If you want to get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go, head to factormeals.com breakup50 and use code breakup50 to get 50% off. That's code breakup50 at factormeals.com breakup50 to get 50%. 50% off. He never really posted because mm-hmm. of his job. So a lot of like his posts were from like the last
0: posts were from like 2016, but it was all of me oh and my- us, you know, whole Instagram was wiped. No photos, no images, no nothing. Those two months that he was gone, slowly started deleting stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to make it super obvious, but little by little I did it. But it's crazy, like the power of social media, because I, I went out of town to visit my friend one weekend. They were writing my friend. Hey, do you know if they're still together? Because I noticed she's not wearing her her ring or she hasn't posted any other wedding pictures or like, oh, how are you guys? And I'm like, oh, we're good. Like, and I would just leave it at that. But while he was gone, I didn't trust him that he was actually going to tell his parents like what it was. So I ended up having to go with my mom to tell his parents like, yo, your son is not home. He's not with me. He's he's he cheated on me. He's with someone else. Overall, the conversations were very, very hard. And I imagine I had my whole family, 20 people that came from out of state to come to our wedding. And I felt like the biggest fraud because I'm like, I just wasted everyone's time. Money they gave us For the wedding It just It felt awful And then I felt like A failure Can't even like be a wife I ruined that You decided to divorce him And What's he doing now Is he with this chick I didn't want to get divorced But we had to And he even said it too He literally When he left He was like Okay I'll give you Those divorce papers to sign Wait you didn't want To get divorced No obviously yeah But I'm saying like My I think for me What my issue was He wanted to do it so fast Like immediately Like Mm -hmm. within days And I was like No 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 no." Because there's a lot of I was like you owe me money I was like what do I look like? I was like, I'm not stupid. I was like, I'm not going to sign divorce papers when you owe me money. Give me what you owe me little by little. And then we're good. Basically now he's still with her. I know that things aren't going well because I've just heard some stuff. So I saw him cause we had to have a meeting about like money since we don't talk because the girl doesn't want us talking all communication is through his mom. So I tried for months doing that, but it was not working. I would ask about the money. What's his plan. Can you give me a plan? At least I'm not being unrealistic pay me little by little. Nothing, 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 nothing. And what was pissing me off is like, for example, he took a trip with the girl to where we honeymooned. That's so skeezy. Yeah. And I literally I was just like, I can't believe you did that. I was so like, I was just like, are you kidding me? But that was pissing me off because it's like, oh, so you have money to like go do this and that yet you're not even like coming up with a plan to pay me. I'll give him this. He paid the rent because I told him I'm breaking the lease. I'm not going to stay in this apartment depressed. I'm going to move. I said the least you can do because you put me in this situation is continue to pay your portion of the rent. So I can at least save to get my, my own apartment, which I'll give him that he did that. But other than that, he didn't do the rest. So to start going forward with the divorce, I said, pay me what you owe me. But since we don't talk, we had to have a formal meeting like at his parents' house and I hadn't seen him. So I would say for like maybe three months, three months, I hadn't seen him. That meeting was definitely hard. And you can just tell when I saw him, like he was not doing well mentally, physically. He was like being very risky at work with the kind of job that he has he was just saying like I don't care about a lot of things and he even said which I was like very surprised he was like I know what I did was fucked up and I can never like take back like what I did he's like and I know that I'm with her but it's not the same and like I don't get to do he's like I don't get to do anything I can't go anywhere I can't I you know she doesn't let me go anywhere and I'm just kind of like do can you blame the girl <laughs> no but at the same time you knew what you got yourself into I know I'd be keeping that man you out know, on you dated. yeah but he's like not doing well we still don't talk I all Communications through his mom, but it seems like the divorce is finally like going forward. But like I said, I, I told him very straight up. I was like, I'm not signing any papers until the money that's owed is paid. And then that's it. So we can have a very simple
1: divorce. I don't want to have lawyers. I don't want to deal with stuff. Let's make it simple and easy and call it a day. So how are you holding up now that you're going through with the divorce? Are you uh, like, what kind of things are you grappling with now that this relationship has ended? So for me, in
0: the beginning, it was very bad. I lost 15 pounds. I like isolated myself. I mean, I had my friends who I would talk to. It was unhealthy. And I I immediately had to go to therapy, which definitely helped me a lot. I would say I've grown a lot from when everything first happened to now. Now I don't go to therapy as often, but I still go. I feel like I'm doing better, but I definitely have my days. Because something that doesn't go away is you think about them and their well-being. I don't hate him. I hate what he did to me. And what I have to remind myself is the person person that I married, like doesn't exist anymore. The person I thought he was doesn't exist. And that's something I constantly have to remind myself of because I think at first, if he would have picked me and wanted to work things out,
1: I would have done it. And I would have kept that to my grave. I literally would have never told anyone that he cheated on me. When you had that first confrontation with him, did you want to make things work? Were you trying to figure things out? How did that go down? I kind of like left it in his
0: hands, you know, I, and I kind of wanted to see where he was at and what really and one of the things that truly bothers me to like my core throughout the whole situation until recently when we had that meeting he never he said sorry but it never felt genuine and that was the one thing that like really bothered me and I would have to remind myself like if he tries to get back with you do you feel like he's actually sincere in what he's saying because it never felt that way to me again if he would have told me hey let's get you know I want to try to work things out I think I would have done it a thousand percent you know no, he didn't he didn't at the end of the day he made his choice very clearly and I said okay like I have to live with that definitely now I've grown a lot I'm, I'm doing a lot better but I I think about him just his well-being you know during that meeting you could just tell i I was with him for nine years like I, I know how he is you know I wouldn't say I know him perfectly obviously with everything that happened like he played the hell out of me like I'm telling you I never saw it coming for like mentally I'm definitely doing better but it's just that like just worrying about him sometimes but but I have to remind myself also it's like he's not my problem anymore. Well, it's you hard know?
1: to not feel like you're not responsible for how he's doing but you know that you're involved in a situation that's clearly weighing on him. I mean, you want the best for him. He's somebody that you were planning to spend the rest of your life with. Yeah, and I do and that's
0: why like a lot of people when people do hear the situation, they give me so much crap. You're too nice. Why are you so accommodating? I would have done this. I would have done that. I would have called the cops on him. I would have, you know, made sure he lost his job. And I'm just like, for what? I literally, like, I don't wish ill upon him. I truly don't. When I did see him, I gave him a lot of advice. Like, and I said, this is coming from a place of like me being genuine, you know, you need, cause he was a really bad communicator and he wouldn't open up about things. It was weird. I knew a lot about his childhood and stuff through his family. Cause that's the other thing I knew his cousin before I ever met him. Mm-hmm. So, and I grew close to like his family and I would hear a lot of stories from. our relationship of like that he had a really bad childhood he was severely abused that's why he doesn't talk he's just like very closed off sometimes very passive aggressive so like when something would come up he just wouldn't sit like if something bothered him he would never say it so it's weird like i knew about all these things but i never brought it up which now i regret it because it's like but i did it out of respect for his family i gave him a lot of when i saw him i gave him advice i was like you need to start opening up and i said listen i'm not trying to discredit your relationship with her because there's a reason you obviously picked her but i was like you're gonna have the same issue if you continue at this path of like not talking, not communicating, closing off. You're always going to I think at the end of the day, I'm always going to worry about him and want the best for him. Truly, genuinely, I do want the best for him. I don't wish any ill upon him ever, 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 ever.
1: I think it's interesting the phrase you keep using when you refer to the other woman, you keep saying, well, he picked her. Why do you think he chose to be with her and not the woman he married?
0: I think it was something new and exciting for him. I also think that they had a lot in common. Because they trained for their job together and it was an intense training, 12 hours a day. It's an intense job. So I think they bonded over that and they have a common ground with that. He, I mean, he did tell me, he said, because he's like, I know you love me and you care about me, but things like the affection that was lacking in our relationship, I guess he found it in her. I don't know. I guess he picked her because
1: they have things in common. She met his needs. You did try, I mean, you did mention that you tried to fill that void that he was asking for and it wasn't received well. It wasn't. No, it
0: wasn't received well at all. So like that's something when I was in therapy, I had to like remind myself of like I tried and I did my part. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, it just wasn't. He was already checked out of the relationship,
1: completely checked out. What kind of things have you worked through in therapy? Like what kind of pieces of advice has your therapist given you throughout this situation? So I feel like when I'm in therapy, it's like a vent session of
0: like, because it's like every week I would update her on like the new BS that would happen. Because it's literally been like, a, like honestly, everything that I'm telling you is very serious. Surface level but there's been so much that's like gone on so i'll be like venting in the session and she puts everything into perspective for me like she shifts my view like okay i understand your i understand that you think it's your fault but it's not your fault you did this 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 she also puts into something that we worked on in therapy was like what is a healthy relationship because i would like put him on a pedestal i was very and that's something that really like upset me when we broke up because i was just like we were that couple everyone loved us everyone you know they were so happy when we got married when we got in we were like, everyone loved us together. So it's like, it felt almost like a fraud. Mm-hmm. And it also felt like, you know, if we were so perfect, how did this happen? Like, how, how could I let this happen? But she kind of put it into perspective for me, like, you know, he has a lot of faults that you didn't realize because you put him on such a high pedestal and you, ex- you've excused so much of his behavior and things that like, aren't normal. So like the narcissistic traits, gaslighting me, blaming me, like she would point all of that out to me. And that really helped me because if not I would like excuse his behavior you know like I'd be like oh well he acted like that because like he had a really bad childhood which I think a lot of it comes from that but it's like okay but you're a grown adult and like you can get help too and you can do things to improve
1: and I can't always excuse his behavior well you just also have so much love for him so you want to see the best in him like you know Mm -hmm. I want to revisit the proposal situation because you mentioned earlier that you didn't even really want marriage to begin with and he ended up confessing later that he um, he proposed because he didn't know any better. Were there conversations about marriage? Like did this happen kind of at random? Can we talk a little bit about that? We would talk here and there
0: and a lot of people would like bring up when are you guys getting engaged? What's going on? blah blah, blah. and I'm just like, "Oh, if it happens, it happens." And I would tell him that people ask, but I definitely don't think I pressured him mm-hmm. at all because it just never happened. Like literally when he proposed, he didn't even tell my my family. He literally only told one of my really good friends. So when I got engaged, like some of my friends didn't believe me they're like no you're a liar so we had conversations about marriage because he like I said he shifted my view on marriage I never wanted to like get married at all my parents are divorced and not that and I'm I I use this word a lot when I tell people I'm like very pro-divorce in the sense of like when it comes to kids I'm like do not be together just for like kids like I don't understand and my parents had a pretty like I don't think I'm traumatized by my childhood but like now that I'm older I've learned or I'm realizing a lot of things about my childhood and like stuff that my mom has told me, like the reason my parents are divorced is because I asked them to. I told my mom, like, I was like, you should leave my dad. Like, why are you putting up with this? And we literally like escaped, left my dad to another state. So he knows all of this. And like, he knew that my perspective changed on marriage and, but I was very firm on certain things. So like one of the things that I always told him even before is I never understood why people change their last names. I'm like, why would you do that? Mm -hmm. Like, that's your identity. That's like who I am. Like, I would never do that. To him, that was a big deal. So I said, okay, let's compromise. So I changed when we got married. I hyphenated my last name. When my new social came in, like he literally did not care. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like after everything I just did with the proposal, it just, I don't know. We like had some conversations. I don't know if maybe he felt pressure from like family or friends, like people just talking about it, but like it was never, because you know how you hear those stories and girls are like, oh yeah, I know when I'm getting engaged. Oh yeah, he's going to propose sooner. Like I gave him an ultimatum. That was never a thing. That mm-hmm. was literally never, ever, ever a thing. So when he proposed, like if you saw like our engagement photo,
1: I didn't even kiss him. That's how much like in shock I was. So it it just feels like there's a lot of unanswered questions in this divorce. If there was one thing, if you knew you would get the 100% truth from him, what's one thing you would ask him? Like the truth? If you knew if he was like hooked up to a lie detector and you knew you were going to get the 100% honest, full story truth, what would you want to ask him?
0: I would want to know how many times he cheated on me. Mm. I ended up finding out of course through emails again and just detective work gmail coming through yeah he actually cheated on me which a lot of my friends don't literally most of my friends don't know this like I've only told maybe like two people because for me I think that was the final turning point of like I can never get back with him Mm -hmm. like I can never get back with him so if I had him hooked up to a lie detector I would definitely ask him how many times did he cheat for
1: sure cheated on you it wasn't just this person that he met at the at his training he he cheated on me before before then and I had no idea. What's the earliest you know of that he cheated on you before we got engaged? Oh my gosh, and he yeah. still chose to propose.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't, which is like, that. I don't get it. I don't get it. When I saw that, like, it was for me, like I said, like, it was the turning point of mm-hmm. like, oh my god, there's literally no way, like, he's gonna do this to me again. But I and I would ask myself all the time, like, well, why? What is the point of going through with all of this? It makes no sense. And even that, like, we're young too. Like you want to be single and like live your life? Go do it. But that
1: would be for sure my number one question. How many times did you cheat on me? So weird. I I mean, have you asked your therapist about that? Like, do you you think his childhood has played into this kind of behavior? Oh,
0: absolutely. A thousand percent. The stories that I've heard and even just an impression I got, his dad's a cheater. And then the mom, she's just easily taken advantage of. And like he thought that behavior was acceptable or like, oh, maybe my dad got away with it. I can do it too. That's probably exactly what it is. He grew up witnessing that. So he's probably like, maybe I can get away with it. That's
1: that. That could be a whole other episode just unpacking that. But we will Mm -hmm. try and close this out. This Mm -hmm. is this is your chance to uh, speak to the people of the world who are maybe going through a breakup or maybe relate to your story. If there's one thing you would want to tell them right now, any advice, any added details, what would you want to let them know? I would tell them if something is bothering you
0: about your partner or you notice that something's off, whether it's like and it doesn't even have to be Like cheating, right? But if you notice anything at all, just the way they're acting, their reactions to things—if there's just anything that bothers you, but like really bothers you, bring it up. Don't like sit and fester in it, and also don't like excuse their behavior, and don't just think like, oh, that's a part of them. Like really communicate with them, and like try to get to know them, and like don't feel stupid for bringing something up or thinking of their reaction, because at the end of the day, it's gonna come and bite you in the ass. So start more fights is the lesson we're
1: getting from this. Yeah, Stop
0: more <laughs> fights. And fights don't have to be a bad thing. It's just normal communication,
1: discussions. Like, that's the thing. We never had that. Yeah. Just passionate that's why conversations. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you so much for coming on to tell your story. It was quite a ride, quite a deep dive into the, the, the human psyche, if you will. Yeah. Thank you for having me and hearing me out. I appreciate it. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, we'd love it if you'd left us a five star review. If you're in the mood to listen to some music, you can check out my breakup playlist on my spotify otherwise the trailer for next week's episode is up now and we'll see you on thursday for the mini-sode